Thank you for joining us for Community Night, the Friday edition of Main Thing Radio with Pastor Robert Fountain and his wife Elizabeth. father disciplines chastises those he loves he doesn't punish you if, if if you're his the punishment went to the cross it's training you, you do something incredibly stupid you may suffer some consequences for the purpose of your discipleship your training in godliness he loves you so much that he sent jesus to die oftentimes Unbelievers fear the wrath of God, while at the same time being drawn to Jesus. However, as Pastor Robert explains today, God is actually incredibly loving and merciful and desires you for eternity. Instead of fearing the Father and turning away, recognize He loves you enough to send Jesus to save you and help you live rightly. Now, let's join Pastor Robert in the book of John, chapter 14, for Community Night on Main Thing Radio. His love is the main thing. And it's like every everybody who doesn't, you know, have the Spirit of God inside them. It, it, I'm amazed at how many people are still afraid of God. Maybe they'll risk talking to Jesus about stuff. But God, you know, like he's just, you know, he's full of wrath and there's always fire coming out of his ears and his nose and he's just ready to strike death and wrath upon anybody who looks at him. But that's not what Jesus said. In that day, you'll ask in my name and I do not say to you that I shall pray the Father for you, for the Father Himself loves you because you have loved Me and have believed that I came forth from God. I came forth from the Father and have come into the world. Again, I leave the world and go to the Father. His disciples said to Him, See, now you're speaking plainly and using no figure of speech. Now we're sure that you know all things and have no need that anyone should question you. By this, we believe that you came forth from God. Jesus answered them, do you now believe? Indeed, the hour is coming, yes, has now come, that you will be scattered, each to his own, and will leave me alone. And yet I'm not alone because the Father is with me. These things I've spoken to you that in me you may have peace. In the world you'll have tribulation. But be of good cheer, I've overcome the world. Now, I'm going to give you three quick points, real quick. Number one, Jesus said, you're loved by the Father. You don't need to be afraid of Him. You don't need to be afraid of Him. He loves you. The Bible repeatedly tells us that the only reason Jesus came was that the Father loves you. And it's something that I think most, most of us, even if we know it and it's like, yeah, I got that. Listen, at some point, 
you're going to find that you're living in a manner which is inconsistent with that knowledge. In other words, you will be functioning in fear toward God. One way or the other. You'll find yourself intimidated. You'll do something that you know is really, really stupid and wicked. And so it's like fear of the Father will keep you from just turning your face toward Him and receiving His forgiveness. He already knew. That's why He sent Jesus. Because you can't do it without Him. You can't possibly live holy and pure without Him. And it's not just this magical thing that from one day to the next, all of a sudden you stop doing things that displease the heart of God. But a couple of days ago, I had to rebuke my little four-year-old grandson. And it's, this, has been a, this has been a new adventure for me because when, when our kids were little, they had about the same age difference as our grandchildren, but David was a terror. Couldn't take your eyes off him for a second. It wasn't that he was a bad child. That's not what I'm saying. He just, he was extremely agile, mobile, you know, from seven months. He, he was walking at seven months, ten months. He's running and climbing by a year. He's climbing because at one year old, he would have been on top, working his way around the top of the thing. Elizabeth thought it was the most awesome thing. She just thought it was wonderful that he could climb trees and be on top of buildings And at one year old. I kid you not. And the intellect had not yet caught up with the motor skills. You with me? We, we couldn't talk about things. He was one year old. He didn't understand. So I, I had to be really, really firm with him. And we played rough from the time he could start walking. So if I furrowed the brow and got intense with him, he cracked up. He'd start laughing and just blow me off like I hadn't said a word. David, no! And he'd just look at me, <laughs> and go, and whatever it was, he'd keep going. And I'd have to tackle him if we were near a street or something. It took me a little while. And I, remember, I'm talking one year old. I'm not talking after we, you know, we get to a point where you can start talking about. He was, he was difficult. His sister, if, if I looked at her like that, she burst into tears softest, just, you know, that slightest little thing. I had to be so tender and so careful, and I had to soften my voice with her. Do you understand? With his kids, it's reversed. It's completely reversed. Judah is the most tender, gentle-hearted. Yeah, he, he likes to play rough, but if I speak rough, he freaks out. She cackles and laughs and could care less. It's completely reversed. But I, I, you know, I, had to, I had to rebuke him for something. And you know, Elizabeth was whole. He kind of curled up with my wife afterward. And I had to talk it through with him. He's, you know, he's four, so we were able to talk a little bit. But I, I had to 
I had to talk it through with him and make sure he understood that I'm rebuking you because I love you so much. And we talked through the whole deal. Do you understand the Bible says that your father disciplines, chastises those he loves? He doesn't punish you. If, if, if you're his, the punishment went to the cross. It's training. You do something incredibly stupid, you may suffer some consequences for the purpose of your discipleship, your training in godliness. He loves you so much that He sent Jesus to die. That's number one. Number two, in this world, you're going to have trouble. Over and over in the New Testament. Over and over and over in the New Testament. Jesus Himself said it right there in that passage. In this world... You will have tribulation. Peter wrote about it. He's like, why do you do it? It's going to be difficult. James wrote about it. It's like that all through the New Testament, we see it. Don't think it's strange when some fiery trial comes to try you. It's like, why do we always think it's just, you know, it's like, why is this happening to me? Because we live in a wicked world. Why am I having to go through this again? Because the whole world is under the sway of the wicked one. Things break. Things deteriorate. You know, it's like, and, and it, it seems to come in a sequence. Have you ever noticed that? It's, I mean, maybe it's just me, but it, it's never just like one thing breaks. I mean, if the washing machine breaks, it's like, okay, what else? Because it's going to be something else, right? Something else is going to go. It's not just going to be the washer. It's probably going to be two more things because a lot of times it just seems to come in groups of three. You know, a flat tire followed by the washing machine breaks down and then the refrigerator dies a couple of weeks after that. You know, it's like whatever. It, it all In this world, you're going to have tribulation. Now, those are mild compared to what our brothers and sisters have been suffering for centuries. In this world, you're going to have tribulation. If you're spiritually alive within a world of death, it's not going to be an easy road. But, you see, just like the disciples learned to rely on Jesus, you need to learn to rely on the Holy Spirit. tuning in to Community Nights, a ministry of Main Thing Radio and Calvary Miami Beach. Pastor Robert and Elizabeth invite you to join them each Friday as they share from the scriptures those things that are important to the church, the church family, and the community outside your four walls. We're so glad you joined us. If you'd like to explore more of these messages or listen to Pastor Robert's verse-by-verse teachings through the Bible, Visit MainThingRadio.com now. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast. You'll find a link on our website. We'd love to hear from you too. Let us know how Main Thing Radio has impacted you or someone you know. And tell us what the Lord's been doing in your life. You can connect through the contact form at MainThingRadio.com, through Facebook or Twitter, or just give us a call at 305-531-2730. 
be sure to share any prayer requests too. We want to know how we can pray for you. That number again is 305-531-2730. We're coming to the end of our time with you today. Join Pastor Robert and Elizabeth next time for another Friday edition of Main Thing Radio.